Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Custom Underground Podcast, Episode 3. I'm your host, the Chosen One, along with the Mad Reaper. What's up, everybody? Today on our show, we have two special guests. Very special guests. Our featured uh, match for the week, we have Biondo and Rocket Jabroni, and we will be talking to both of them. Great conversations. We think that you're going to enjoy hearing from them. Uh, this is one of the features that you, the fans, have asked for, for us to interview different people, and this is our key matchup, so we had to bring it to you, and we'll be doing another one next week. Yeah, we got messages all week asking us to uh, interview some of the customizers, and even some that aren't a part of this podcast, so we're really excited. These are like two legends of uh, the hobby right now, and uh, we couldn't be more happy to have them with us here. And uh, yeah, our interviews. The Reaper Cup. Our interviews will be plugging in here, and it'll be really cool. So, um, without oh, and I forgot ado, to mention, oh, yeah. our non-sponsor of the day is WrestleCrate, and the reason that's important is because you can get this Headlock go. Comics, uh, Tales from the Road, and that reason that's important is because I'm in there Patrick as a assassin. So uh, very cool. Well, in some episodes, I will be in there. So. That's our non-sponsor for today, but of course they could be if they just would call us. <laughs> and, you know, we will be getting sponsors, especially next season, I think. Uh, yeah, we're really excited. This seems to be uh, really positive feedback so far. And uh, if you guys want us want to see us talk about something else, uh, bring up another topic, please let us know. Like uh, We have just as much fun making these as you guys do, hopefully, listening to them. So, uh yeah, without further ado, here's our first interview. It's going to be throwing it back to uh, Biondo, the legend, coming out of retirement for this custom contest. Biondo! Here we go. Hello okay. and welcome to Custom Ground Episode 3, the Custom Underground Episode 3. We are here live with Biondo! Hello, guys. Yeah, we're glad you can uh, make it. We're uh, really excited, uh, especially for your matchup. Well, of course. <laughs> Excellent. I love that enthusiasm. <laughs> yes, I've I've already started on uh, putting my piece together. Awesome. How many mass wrestlers have you done in the past? In the past, ever? Jeez. <laughs> or recently, or I already, mean, you know. We saw your Ultimate Dragon. That's part of our uh, matchup logo. That was awesome. Yeah. Yeah, I've made made a few of him. I've made some uh, Hayabusa. Uh, oh, he's my favorite. Um, yeah, yeah. I've made you know Psychosis. Oh man, excellent. Uh, all kinds, really. We don't want to drop who you're uh, working on for this tournament, do we? Is it a secret? Oh, well, I was I was gonna do the Mad Reaper. You. <laughs> Excellent. <laughs> that would be pretty sweet. I got I got my gold mask on for today, so Yeah. Bring the gold for me. <laughs> <laughs> I we're excited. I mean I was uh when the random generator came up with this, I was like, no way, this couldn't have been this could be like a final matchup. I thought I was I was stoked. Yeah. So I'm excited because um I, this was kind of like the old days in uh, the old wrestling figs forum of those custom tournaments, so I was like, Hey, I wanna bring that back. Why why aren't we doing that more again? So 
I'm excited. Oh, you were around for those. Yeah. I, I was around for those too, yeah. Yeah, I was an uh, outlaw way back in the day, like 03, 04, when I was making like some high boosts in Raven. Like, they're crude to my work now, oh. but... Uh, sure, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I still I still miss that. Yeah, that was fun. This this should be hopefully hopefully even better. Yeah, yeah, I'm excited. So I, when you come up with a custom, is there a process that you go through? Um, yeah, I guess first thing, I usually try to figure out a head. That's probably the most important part. That's true. And then, yeah, you know, piece together. It used to be, I used to, when I was a kid, I would do it. I'd find the closest figure that I could and try to, because I didn't know how to take them apart yeah. and put different heads on different bodies. So exactly. I would take like a, you know, a Shawn Michaels and turn it into a Chris Jericho because oh, he also had long tights and the <laughs> hair, and you know. I can totally relate. <laughs> yeah, but now I, I take them all apart and put all the exact pieces I need and then paint them, seal them, put them back together and call it a day. So I got I got this question and I, I know I know I know you have the same struggles as I do. Like when making a masked wrestler, it's weird how much thought process goes into the underlying face and I guess what features do you look for the most? Like me it's typically like like Prince Puma, I needed to have like Puma's like eyes, you know, I need to have those like determined eyes. So like I ended yeah. up going with the rock, like a rock. The 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 Mattel rock hit scan that looks the least like the rock ended up looking like <laughs> perfect one? for Puma. <laughs> yeah. So I mean yeah, yeah. what's your process? What do you look for like facial feature wise that makes a good masked wrestler? Um, well depending on what's showing, uh, you know, usually just the mouth mouth in the eyes will show. So you got to get a good whatever expression they make with their mouth. You know, you don't want somebody smiling if they're the wrong guy. Yeah. But with the eyes, the eyes, you know, I, I would try to get Asian eyes for an Asian wrestler, but that's pretty easy to just make them a little more, yeah. you know, wide. Yeah. 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 So I guess mostly the mouth and then, yeah, I guess the head shape. Oh, yeah, I guess that, that's true. There's a couple of them that have some weird heads, like Pentagon is uh, one that I still can't like get flat enough sometimes. It's always tough. Well, I think, I, I think I've seen um, one of your Pentagons, and it looked pretty good. It looks, you know, it has, it has that, yeah, flatness to the front. Yeah, thank you. I mean, I'm... I'm yeah, uh, I thought that was good. I just redid, uh, redid the head sculpt, so I'm really excited for that one to make these more realistic-looking flaps. Because before right, I was right. just so determined to have those casts fill up down here that now I'm like I'm pretty confident in my silicone. I ended up switching brands, so I'm I'm excited for my new head sculpts. But um, Pat, yeah, uh, not about you. This isn't about you. I know, I know. I was gonna say, Pat, <laughs> you had some questions. Uh, I don't want to get sidetracked. I could probably talk all day about customs here. So, so uh, how long have you been customizing? Um, it sounds weird to say it, but I guess like. 17 or 18 years on and off that's awesome um yeah i started when i was young and um see actually i mean my first custom was back with the uh the jacks bone crunching action guys oh man <laughs> i don't know if you had any of those yeah but yeah that was my first one i made the uh the jeff jarrett i actually put on the little uh designs on the tights and you know painted all of his boots silver and all those things nice yeah 
Yeah, so what was your was, first one? Uh, I took a, I wanted to make, uh, I, I collected the WWF figures, but I was a big WCW fan. So I wanted to make a lot of them into WCW guys. And first one I decided to make was an NWO Macho Man. Oh, nice. nice. So I started with a Bret Hart head because he already had the glasses, the sunglasses. Oh, that's true. And I didn't have any kind of sculpting, so I just kind of painted his hair as a headband. And But I made the mistake. I used, have you ever used enamel paint? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was one oh, of the yeah. worst. Oh, yeah. Oh, man. <laughs> Learned the hard way. So I just way. went and got some, you know, as, like, this is paint. This will work. And I <laughs> painted it up. I waited. I still they, have a Deborah that hasn't dried. It's not dried yet. <laughs> yeah. Mine probably, my macho man probably isn't. I put it, I waited, like, two days, put him in front of a fan, and he just was not, he was sticky. <laughs> and so that one's probably in the trash. But then I learned about acrylic paint. That's awesome. What has been your favorite custom that you've made so far? Like, if you had to pick one, like, what's your what's she your favorite? Your children. <laughs> what What'd you say there? What What was your favorite custom you've made so far? Um, uh, it's a pretty easy choice for me, I guess. Uh, I made a glacier. Oh wow! Yeah, well, I love true. that glacier. Yeah, that just, glacier was awesome. Just with, thank you. Yeah, with the the. Removable armor and all that. Yeah. I had a lot of fun making that. That one actually almost got messed up because I used a new sealer and he was sticky for oh, about a man. week. Oh and man! I don't know why I keep saying he. Yeah. Like the guys. <laughs> it, it, yeah. No, I know what you mean. I'm the same way. I was. I wasn't painting the real life glace, glacier. What's his name? Ray. Ray something. Yeah. Who just <laughs> appeared in Ring of Honor? Oh really? Oh, did he? Yeah, he just made an appearance in Ring of Honor, yeah. Just now? Yeah, just, just, like uh, recently? just last week. Oh, wow. Huh. Maybe I'll have to make a custom of that. <laughs> the old Glacier. Excellent. <laughs> I don't know what he was wearing. But... <laughs> yeah, was he it wearing was his Glacier gear? standard uh, throwback uniform, so. That's cool. Yeah, that's cool. But you should make an updated Glacier. That would be awesome. <laughs> if you're not old. ready, I mean, you could be making one for all I know because we don't know your <laughs> secret uh, figure. But I don't know. I don't know if that would would that count as a mask. I guess he kind of wears a mask. That was weird. Yeah, we got that question earlier today. Pat did, and uh, yeah, we got the question: if they wear it on their entrance attire, is it actually uh, acceptable? And we said, as long as they uh, make it of their entrance attire, then they could go ahead and make those figures. So. Yeah, that makes sense. We didn't want to be too much of uh, wet blankets, you know. We were like, "Hey, this at least this first round, let's let's be flexible." We're trying and... to make it fun for everyone. Absolutely. Sure. Yeah. So, do you have any smack you want to talk about your opponent, or? Oh uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I wasn't sure why why we were doing this interview. I thought it was going to just be about that you were going to ask me what I was going to spend the 150 at ringside on when I win the whole thing. Yeah, that's a great well, question. Like, oh, that too. Isn't that, isn't that the? <laughs> That's what I thought this whole interview was going to be. <laughs> I already had a list. I was, I was going to get, actually, I think I'm going to get that uh, Wolfpack Macho, Macho Man. Macho Man? Oh, yeah. That's nice. a nice looking And then player. maybe turn, I never liked the Wolfpack, so maybe turn him into a black and white. Yeah, that'd be nice. Excellent. What about Hollywood Hulk Hogan? Hollywood, uh, I got the uh, the Storm collectible one. Yeah, what do you think of him? 
Uh, I like it. Uh, that crotch piece is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, yeah we talked about that in the early episode. As you know, so, yeah, I yeah. heard. But the paint, uh, the paint on the skin, I think, is really cool. I'd like it if they did that more with Mattel's, but yeah, we'll see. I'm trying. I'm trying to do a conversion to onto the um, the DM Hulk Hogan oh, yeah, torso. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying to do it. The heads. It might be a little big, but I think it could look cool. Yeah, that's weird. I mean, the head is kind of big even for this body, but Hogan's kind of got a big head, so. I think it'll work. Sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> cool. Um, yeah. Any other yeah, questions you had? Ah, that's about it. We just wanted to get you on, get your thought process, see how things were going, uh, learn a little bit more about you. We're really excited for this matchup this week. It is our featured matchup of the week. So good luck. Yeah, we were really excited. Uh, someone commented that like Beyondo's a huge get, so they're excited for that. And I think uh, I, I'm really excited, and we both want to thank you for joining because I think uh, this this season really depends on the the quality of the uh, customizers we get, and uh, we're really proud that you're on here with us. Out of retirement, oh, thank you for our contest. We appreciate that. Oh, well, thank you for having me on. I'll I'll come on whenever. Uh, awesome. After I win my first match. Oh, uh, yeah. Maybe we I'll come for- on for the second one. We look forward to it. Welcome back, folks. That was Biondo, the great legend, coming out of retirement for this very contest. We're happy to have him. I was very informative, and we're very appreciative of him coming on the show. Yeah, he's so humble. He's Man, he's just such a... a- a really cool dude as well like i i gained a whole new level of respect for him just uh talking to him it was really fun he's done some excellent customs if you haven't checked out his page uh message him and uh we've posted some on our social media networks so check him out and up next we're going to be talking to his opponent rock a jabroni so stay tuned next Hello, we are here. This is the Chosen One, Mad Reaper, episode three of the Custom Underground. We are here with Rocka Jabroni. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. Hey, how's it going? Thank you for being on. Um, we're really excited. We had your opponent on the other day, and we're really excited to uh, see this matchup especially. How much experience have you had with masked wrestlers customizing them? Um, actually, I feel like a complete rookie. Um in this, specifically this first round in this category. <laughs> um, besides that Tiger Mask that you guys showed, I think the only other one I did was the Prince Puma. Um, and I think that's about it. I mean, I did a I did a AJ Styles in his uh, Wrestle Kingdom 10 entrance attire. Oh, nice. nice. Uh, but that was pretty simple. Um, but yeah, man, I think it, it's going to be an uphill battle against Fiondo um, <laughs> for sure. You used pipe cleaners for the fur on that tiger mask? I actually used um, cotton balls. Cotton balls. <laughs> That's pretty genius. Yeah. It looked really authentic. That was genius. Really- yeah. I tried to, um, I was deciding between sculpting the, the fur or trying to add some realism to it. Um, the only thing I could find was uh, cotton balls. So, I mean, it looks okay to me, I guess. I think great it looks secret. great. I think it looks awesome, man. I mean, especially, yeah, I'm, I'm really excited. I think uh, 
we we were both talking about when the random generator came up with this match. This is like this could be a final match. It's it's weird. I'm I'm kind of disappointed that it's happening right away, but I'm I'm also really excited for it, nonetheless. I, I thought I was gonna get an easier first round. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Blame randomgenerator.org.com. What was it? I yeah. think it's random.org. Okay, so uh, what's your process when you come up with a custom? Um, aside from the ones that I I, I do for commission work, um, it's pretty much seeing these guys in their attires and seeing some cool like details in their attires and just trying to replicate it in the form of a figure. Um, a lot of the times, I have to admit, I I might not know the wrestler or I haven't watched the wrestler per se, um, but just like how their look and their design, it just it just inspires me to try to replicate it in figure form. Um, I try to do guys that Mattel hasn't produced or won't produce in a long time, um, just so they have something out there that collectors can can maybe purchase and add to their collection that's, that's pretty unique. Um, so once I decide on what custom I want to make, a lot of the time upfront goes um, for finding reference pictures. And for me, that's that's the hardest part, especially with guys like guys with like tattoo sleeves. Yeah. Um, and it just really annoys me that if I can't find like 360 angles of all their tattoos, <laughs> all the designs, I just I just hate like trying to um, I guess try to Improvise. do my own tattoo. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm a stickler for like accuracy. Yeah, no, that's good. that makes a good customizer, I think. Yeah, no, I think uh, I absolutely love your Puma. I love the real fur. I was really... Yeah, I went with the real fur there, too. <laughs> I know, I'm really like, man, I, I should do one with real fur. I really like your head sculpt, too. I think it's cool having Puma with the screaming sculpt since, he, I mean, Ricochet shows so much emotion as Puma that he's definitely, like, my favorite uh, gimmick, I guess, if you want to call him that. Um, oh, definitely. Along those same lines, though, we did have a question that, uh, do you prefer decals or no decals and why? I mean, I'm a, I'm a no decal guy, um, just personally. Uh, just for me, I guess my passion is like art, drawing, painting, like physical. Um, I guess just putting pen on paper. Yeah. Uh, and plus, I guess I haven't really delved into the process of doing decals i mean honestly it's i have nothing against it a lot of guys who use decals they do amazing work uh especially yourself mad reaper thank you um and it looks factory 100 percent factory and it looks nice and i'm jealous because it takes me so long <laughs> to do these things and it doesn't even look half as good as you oh, know, what you guys i do. i disagree it i think your i think your puma looks amazing i mean if i could i mean and the really to be honest the only reason i use decals as frequently as i do is because i'm doing such a large number like i'm doing three or right, four figures right. at a time but uh i mean i think your puma looks amazing like i'm like we should take team of puma i could send you it you could do the tattoos i can come back and finish it off <laughs> that'd be awesome man i'd be down for that <laughs> no i mean I, I i think your your work on your puma especially i i was oogling at man it's amazing thanks man so how long have you been customizing um i started back in the like jack specific days uh, back then i was i was terrible 
I uh, pretty much did all the customizing sins. You know, I had the liquid um, whiteout, electrical tape, the Sharpie. <laughs> um, and I was just young. That's why I, didn't, I couldn't afford all these paints and other materials. So I just had to use what I had. Um, and then I kind of stopped for a while until Mattel um, got the line for WWE. And I just loved their line because it was so much more realistic than what Jack's ever produced. Yeah. And um, at first, I, I wasn't customizing. I was just purely a collector. And then I think collecting kind of got a bit stale for me. And I needed something to uh, just kind of reignite that passion to collect again. And that's when customizing came in. And I did it slowly and slowly. And then it just took off from there. And I, I just enjoy it so much. It's it's just a time where I can just get away. And, and I can spend hours customizing and... I wouldn't even know. Yeah, no, I right, exactly. You look up and then suddenly it's midnight and you're like, exactly. Where time go? Like, oops, I should probably eat or sleep or something. Exactly. So, what was your first custom? Um, let's skip over the Jacks days. Uh, my first custom <laughs> for Mattel was probably the. I think it was the RVD that I, I recently posted as like a throwback. The, um, the tiger one or the uh, red one? I think it was the tiger one. That was one of my oh, first man. ones. That I forget sweet. which one was my first one. Yeah, like, like my that. first first one, but that was one of my first ones. Excellent. So do you have any smack to talk to your opponent? or? <laughs> oh, sorry. I guess we're about to go uh, McGregor Mayweather up in here. <laughs> yeah, exactly. speaking of which, did you watch the fight? Uh, I, I watched highlights. I was at a wedding, so oh, okay, I, I nice. didn't get to see it. Um but no, to be honest, I, I can't talk smack. Um, <laughs> he was one of the guys that I, I like idolized back when I was oh, roaming man, the awesome. Wrestling Pigs forums. Um, and I, I can't talk smack. I, I have too much respect for the guy. We um, actually talked about I, that earlier. The, yeah. Uh, the Wrestling Pigs forums. And he didn't talk any smack either. So I just got a lot of respect for each other. That's good. So what would you buy with your ringside collectible cards should you win this tournament? Um, I actually took a look at the site earlier. I'll, I'll probably take a look at their exclusives. Um, I haven't actually ordered figures off of ringside in a while just because it's a little pricier and I'm okay to wait until yeah. it hits retail. But um, yeah, I, they had that new Jericho Undisputed um, I guess that's like one of their exclusives, right? That's coming out. Yeah, with oh, the blue, the blue, blue. Yeah, no, no, the blue one, the like oh, 2003 the one. The undisputed titles, right? Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. If I do win, I'll, I'll probably pick that one up for that's sure. That's a cool figure. That's an absolutely great figure. So you were talking earlier when we were uh, chatting back and forth about your first round figure that you're working on and how you had to go to Plan B. Yeah, so um, <laughs> when I first entered the tournament, um, I was I was talking to Mad Reaper and and I was just asking about how how the categories are or how the rounds are set up and formatted, and he said, yeah, each round's gonna have a specific category like mass wrestler, uh, ECW or whatever. Um, so I kind of knew that one would be a mass wrestler, <laughs> just because you know it's you're us. wearing a mask. So yeah. It's, it's, yeah. <laughs> so I had already one in mind. Um, and I was already gathering my reference pictures, gathering my parts before even the rounds um, or the the, the uh, matchups were determined. 
Um, so I, my first plan A was actually Bushi from oh, Japan. Yeah. Um, and so I was actually, I actually started it. Um, <laughs> I started sculpting the mask. And then I, d- I just realized, like, you know what? This is not going to get me past the first round. I need something, <laughs> like, a little more challenging, uh, just a little more out there, a little more detail. Um, so I just, I, I wanted to utilize my strengths. Um, and I think one of them is, you know, doing tattoos. Yeah. I looked at, I looked at Pentagon Jr. Uh, but I... I was going to do it, but I honestly, just the way I am in customizing and how slow I am, um, I didn't think I was going to do it in time. So uh, I decided to go with uh, Grand Metallic for my first round custom. Oh, but man. we gave you three whole extra I know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. That's oh, awesome. Metallic should be a really great uh, custom. Uh, Mascara Dorado. Dorada. Is that his real name? Anyway, he's wrestling under the WWE now on the Cruiserweight Classic and uh, on Raw and 205. Yep. Yeah, that be should awesome. be a great question. Can't wait to see it. So I actually have, I started sculpting today, earlier today, so I'll, I'll have some uh, whips up for you guys for possibly your next uh, awesome. podcast. Yeah, awesome. Love to hear that. Well, it was great chatting with you. We wanted to have you on here. For our uh, key matchup of the week, you guys are going at it. I mean, like we said, this could be a finals, and we're seeing it in the first round. You know, that's the way it goes in the random.org generators. But uh, <laughs> thank you for coming on, and it was really nice talking to you. Yeah, we appreciate having you on here. And, uh, I mean, what I told Viando too, is like we're both really excited and thankful that you agreed to be a part of this because I think that uh, we really wanted to make sure this first one had just – tremendous talent and really blew everything out of the water because uh you know we love this hobby and we really want to try to elevate it to the next level so thank you for uh, being a part of this we can't wait oh yeah thank you guys it's my pleasure i honestly i've been waiting for a custom tournament ever since like i was on wrestling figs oh man so, that's what i was such... talking to viando about earlier too the old yeah. wrestling figs days yeah, so, yeah, thank you guys for hosting this, man. This is oh, awesome. Oh, man, no, thank you. This is this is fun. I, I We wanted uh, we wanted some competition, and we wanted some excitement, so uh, we're looking forward to it. And we got the best, yourself included. Yeah, absolutely. All right, well, I'll talk to you later. Thank you. Uh, we're looking forward to uh, your work in progress. Thank you very much for being on the show. Awesome, thank you. You guys All have right. a good night. See you. You too. You too. Welcome back. We are rounding out this show, but we have some things we want to talk about. Absolutely. First of all, I don't know how many of you are arena football fans, but congratulations to my Philadelphia soul who won back-to-back arena bowls. Their quarterback, Dan Roddenbaugh, played three and a half quarters with a torn ACL. If that's not amazing, wow. I don't know what is. Well, it's like John Cena playing with a, or fighting with a, a torn tricep. Yes, there are some amazing athletes out there. So I uh, wanted to get your thoughts on this sexy star um, putting an arm bar on uh, what's it, uh, Rosemary. Rosemary, Rosemary. Yeah, let's talk about that. What's your opinion on that? Do you think it's uh, do you think it's real? Have you, we, you've seen the you've seen the I know you've seen the video, but let's see if uh, we can't pull it up here. 
because it'd be really cool to show. Well, I certainly think there are people out there like Taya, who, due to her situation with uh, AAA, AAA. Uh, wrestling, uh, you know, are going to hate on her. So I think there are some of those. I think a lot of people are uh, pouring out in concern, legitimate concern, but I'm not so sure it's all real. I mean, what a better way to get people talking about the promotion than to have some kind of drama like this just suddenly appear and... I mean, yeah, the first thing was that it was very cool that it was available on Twitch. I'm looking forward to uh, streaming the replay of it. Uh, I was watching the McGregor fight, which we can talk about this afterwards. But, um, yeah, here, let me see. I'm trying to pull up, pull up the uh, the video here, and uh, I think here we go. All right, I'm going to share my screen. Boom. And start. And blow up. And audio, and here we go. There we go. That is the footage in question. Um, uh, not great quality, but it, uh, yeah. I mean, it doesn't look anything like anything else I wouldn't see on Global Force Wrestling, uh, Lucha Underground, or WWE. I mean, it looked like there was some quirking or you know some force behind it but it looked like it was legitimate like it normally is didn't look like anything spectacular so you're and saying you think it's a rise that everyone says she was crying out in real pain i hear a lot of that i heard a little bit in the beginning but that was it yeah i i totally I, think it's a work i mean i don't know i think that uh i've watched a lot of mma fan i'm a big mma guy and uh I mean, Sexy Star didn't even raise her hips on this. If you look at, like, the, the Ronda Rousey or Misha Tate, the earlier fight, when Ronda actually did extend uh, Misha's arm, you see that. And uh, this was not nothing close here. I mean, here, let's go back to the screen. I think you could even look at a specific part of it here and see when she is not even twerk like, not twerking, twerking it. Uh, watch when the angle goes. I mean, her hips aren't up right now. And as it switches flat. over here, like right here, like moving your chest up and down does not cause any more torque on, you know, the arm bar is so effective because you can raise up your pelvis and, and put pressure on the elbow uh, inward and, and therefore put strain on it. Uh, Sexy Star is not even applying that properly. And I think she knows how to. Uh, I think this is just really keeping kayfabe alive. I think. Sexy Star's got a lot of heat, first of all. We can't deny that. I just don't no, see this. No, uh, for those who don't know, supposedly retired, um, was going to go into boxing. Then AAA brought her back, uh, asked uh, not even Taya, but asked um, John Morrison for her belt so they could take some pictures of it. Then they kept it and stripped Taya of the belt and made uh, Sexy Star through a tournament the champion. So. There is a lot of controversy surrounding that. Uh, Vampiro, uh, Sexy Star, everyone there. 
And of course, uh, John Morrison, Taya supposedly done. John Morrison is now Johnny Impact. Johnny Impact. I mean, I can't stop watching this and looking at it. I mean, Rosemary is not really even trying to legitimately get out where, I mean, she could. Like, she could roll towards Sexy Star because if that was the case, I mean, she, she would be doing that a lot earlier, you know, if, if the torque was there. Wow. Uh, my opinion is it's wrestlers that they really wanted to could break another wrestler's bone at any point. You know, uh, you hear the, you know, the stories of the, the Stu Hart dungeon where they actually did apply pressure and hurt each other and do things like that as part of the training. You know, I think that can be done. Uh, it didn't appear to be done here. That's yeah. not to say it wasn't, but from let's, yeah, let's, let's clarify that. Opinion. As far as professional wrestling goes, if if you you know you're trusting your 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 partner your opponent to uh to to take care of your body, and if that was the case, and she really did that, that would be such a uh, lack of a better word. That'd be such a, that'd be a big douche move. I don't know. That'd be awful. Like like we would not condone yes. that whatsoever. I mean, not saying that you know we would, but like that yeah that would be really shitty. And I think that sexy star wouldn't deserve to work. That being said, I think uh. This has got to, you know, we got to tread a fine line here before we go and ruin someone's reputation, I think. I mean. Well, that and look at how many people are talking about the promotion now. That's true. I mean, that's true. Any, there's no such thing as bad press. Speaking of bad press, oh. Sasha Banks is getting bad press for uh, not shaking hands with fans. Uh, there's pictures of her online. No, not pictures, but video of her getting off the tour bus and just walking to her hotel. Uh, her yeah. husband, wasn't that also involved? Or- yeah, yeah, there was a, a hotel incident where uh, I guess some guy came up and, and told her husband that his wife is a bitch or something like that. You know, I'm paraphrasing. Yeah. but uh, They had to be uh, separated, and now he's been seen running into the hotel trying to avoid everyone. And, uh, I mean, if you're a heel, you can get away with that, and... I don't think, you know, certain heels should be talking to the public, you know, just because it's sort of character. But, uh, yeah. But at the same time, it seems like she's just not a people person. So, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, like, how many of like, how many of like us idolize the wrestler because we think they're a really cool person in real life or do we just like their talents? I mean, I'm a guy that like likes the talent you know what i mean i've seen a lot of egos in uh not only this sport but like mma as well and and one of the things is i mean you're dealing with a competitive individual they don't need to be a people person and and you don't need to like them you just need to want to pay to see them fight and that's really all it comes down to <laughs> and uh i mean sasha is a damn good wrestler i mean i would not take anything away from her she's i think one of the best females working and especially in wwe but um you know, as far as I'm concerned, uh, I think people are blowing this out of proportion. And I think if uh, that was my wife and someone came and talked shit to me about it, I oh, definitely, I would go no off doubt too. about that. I would, uh, I would have traded some blows. Also in the doghouse, we have Enzo. Uh, for those who don't know, Enzo was already in the doghouse for things that he said on the bus, uh, disrespecting the business. Roman Reigns kicked him off the bus. Then a story comes out where he's at a strip club with uh, a stripper, and she's come on saying that he spent all night talking about how great he was and how much money he had, and yet spent none on her. 
and this went on until like 2 a.m., and finally she gave up on him. Then he went to the fight, which yep. he then posted online that he spent 10 grand to get to and was taking pictures online with all these um, these different celebrities, which, of course, put him in further in the doghouse. And uh, <laughs> it just seems he can't do anything right. Everything he does just makes the situation worse. He needs to sit home and not do anything, stay off social media, and, you know, try to appease. He's also taken a lot of people backstage, I guess, who have disrespected the business. Yeah, that and, sounds pretty uh, bad. That I mean, that sounds pretty uh, douchey as far as bringing, you know, randoms backstage. But uh, I think the rest of it, I think Enzo is a good mouthpiece, you know, and I think he's a, he's got a lot more star power than a lot of the, you know, charisma-less well, WWE. Scott. Vince McMahon says he's got a good mouth. His very, wrestling skills are in question. Yeah, very little, you know, very little wrestling talent, I think. But um, and uh, if he's constantly making bad headlines, yeah, you know, that's not good for WWE. No, no. I also, mean, making bad headlines is Corbin. Yeah, Corbin. He, I mean. Yeah, apparently went on Twitter and uh, took um. And had some words with Dave Meltzer, I believe, and then uh, he ended up blocking several WWE people, several uh, authority figures. Yeah, authority figures, and uh, for that reason, of course, he lost the um, Money in the Bank um, briefcase. I guess he had some words with John Cena too. I mean, John Cena, I think, had some something to uh, do John with John Cena said that he was not ready to take the spot yet. And that led Vince McMahon also to believe that uh, he should lose this case. So let's bring I, up something happy. Yeah, I let's don't, I don't disagree with that. Let's bring up the Connor fight because that was something amazing in my opinion. Yes, he lost the um, bout, but to go ten rounds to land some punches that others haven't been able yeah. to land against uh, Mayweather, I think it was an amazing uh, feat. And I uh, have a new respect for him. And, you know, a lot of people are saying this is shamble and it's it's horrible for the business. But you know what? More people have been talking about this fight and boxing than yeah. have probably in the past five or ten years. So I think it was a good thing. Um, I'm amazed at the fact of what he did. And had he been able to keep up his hands to protect his face a yeah. little, yeah. it would have gone longer than ten rounds. And that's pretty impressive. Yeah, I'm super impressed by what he did as well. I mean, I'm a big Connor fan. Um, for those who yeah, don't know, you know custom? about me, yeah, I, I got. I'm working on a custom figure of him, also a statue. So, I mean, I'm a big Connor fan. Uh, I used to actually intern at the UFC, so uh, that was a lot of fun. I, I I worked Connor's first event here, so I was excited to watch. You know, one of my MMA guys. I'm I'm kind of a anti-boxing guy now. I'm a big you know old boxing fan like uh, Muhammad Ali. Got a Cassius Clay shirt, uh, but yeah, I agree with what Pat said. Absolutely, I mean, there's a lot of people talking about both sports, and you know what? I was watching one of those all access points, and when I worked there, I always kind of stressed like, "Hey, why don't we take more cues from the WWE here?" And this is like kind of during a rebound phase of trying to be less gory and and underground. But uh, Mayweather said he's like, "Hey, I, I watch Hollywood Hulk Hogan. He reinvented himself, and that was where his transition from Pretty Boy Floyd to." Money Mayweather happened, and I thought that was really cool because I mean it shows, uh, you know, my other love pro wrestling, how how much cues, that, how many cues there are to take away from uh, these characters, and you know, 
business wise, WWE has more fans than in a lot of these people. I mean, you, you got to think about like even lower ratings. We're still talking about three point five four million viewers. Like, think about that. Like, try to count that high. That's crazy. Um, and that so, will be our viewership very very soon. Yeah. yeah. And uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I was really excited by the fight. I was really stoked. I wish Connor would have won. I lost a couple hundred dollars, but uh, you know that's. That's what happens. Uh, but it's amazing for any athlete to go to two sports. I mean, we look at yeah. what happened to CM Punk trying to go to UFC. Obviously, that didn't turn out well. Yeah. Now rumors is that he's going to be going back to wrestling. Um, you know, Tim Tebow tried football, didn't work out for him. Uh, did make it so far in baseball. Seems to have really found a yeah. home. But it's really hard to go to two, two sports like that. And uh, I have nothing but respect for him. And I think that it did get people talking about the business. Uh, it's good for wrestling. It's good for MMA. It's good for boxing. Yeah, in I my think it's good for everything. I agree. I agree. And uh, I mean, that being said, I heard a rumor that Ronda Rousey is supposedly training with Brian Kendrick. So I think uh, that is supposedly true. <laughs> it'll only be a little while until she ends up in the ring, which I think is where she probably belongs at. Um, I'm a big Ronda fan as well. Uh, and, and I think seeing someone with legitimate badass skills in the ring would be really awesome. I mean, do we want to talk about Asuka like breaking her collarbone and relinquishing her title? Like, I think Absolutely. that's pretty pretty it's sad. It's going to, I mean, it's going to be six to eight months. I heard. Yeah. So she, but they are going to strip her of the title. Yeah, she relinquished it. I guess. So I mean, okay. at least it keeps her that's undefeated streak. You know, at least it keeps her streak alive, which I think is really cool. I would like to see her debut on the main roster with the streak intact. Um, she's a great wrestler. I'm a big fan. I think she is a great wrestler, but I think her leaving NXT is a good thing because there's a lot of girls in NXT who aren't getting the chances that yeah. uh, they need because she's got the streak. And, of course, then they can't get to that next level because she's there. So I think it's a good thing for her yeah. if she goes to the main roster. I think it's a good thing for them. Uh, it's a really unfortunate situation, and uh, I hope, of course, she gets better very soon. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Okay, one last thing. Bobby Roode. Bobby Have Roode. you heard about his music, his theme music? The glorious one? No, I haven't. What's the deal with it? Yeah. It's too popular, and that is why Bobby Roode had to um, debut as a face, and when he turns heel, which is planned, he has to ditch the music. Well, he's a great heel too. I think that would be awesome. He's a good. He's a good wrestler. Period. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm amazed at everything that he did in TNA. Uh, he reinvented himself many times over. Uh, he worked with my friend right here, Peyton Banks, Radiant Rain. Awesome. So uh, that was very cool. Uh, and I think he'll be very successful, but I just think it's funny that he has to ditch the music. And apparently there's a lot of outcry about that because everyone loves his music. But, you know, is it the music or the man? And in this case, it's the man. It's the Unlike man. Dango, where it was either the music or the man, and it turned out to be the music mostly. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think uh, both him and AJ, like, they got a lot of years in their career left. And, uh, I mean, they're not even, like, very injury-prone. So, I mean, I think uh, him showing up on the main roster was due, overdue. But uh, I don't think it's too late either. I think he's he's going to have a great run over there in SmackDown, I think. He is going to have a very great run. Uh, that's about it for me. This is Chosen One. That's the Mad Reaper. And we've brought to you this episode, and it is our honor. So have a great night. 
Thank you for watching. Uh, subscribe. Check us out on social media. Like, share, and thank you. Thank you guys that have been sharing everything. Uh, we're really excited. We love the enthusiasm. Uh, have an awesome week one, and uh, we'll see you guys later. One.